Welcome to Ambitious Motherhood, the podcast for the mom who is chasing after her dreams in motherhood and business. This is your permission slip to pursue all that you were created to be and live out your calling both in and out of your home. Here's your host, Katie Fleming. Hey, welcome back to the Ambitious Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Katie Fleming, and today we are diving into how to begin to craft your strong marketing message and grow your audience. We're gonna chat through the things that get easier when your message gets clear. We're gonna talk why you should care in the first place about having a strong brand message. And we're gonna talk about your unique selling proposition, AKA why you. So get excited, let's do this thing. Hey guys, hey, 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 I hope you all are having a great week. Start to your week, okay? This episode is coming live to you towards the end of September, so it's probably very safe to say that you are in the full swing of back to school, every one of you. We have been in the full swing of back to school since the middle of August. I'm not complaining. It's been amazing. But there are a lot of you waiting for the first couple of weeks of September to feel that excitement. And here you are at the end. Your kids are back in school. Things are going. How is it going? Have you found your groove? Are you like feeling on fire? Yeah? Yeah? Okay, I hope so. Because today we're going to talk about crafting your strong marketing message, okay? If we can get our message down pat Where did that even ever come from, that saying, your message down pat? Anyway, if you can get that down pat, it just, it amplifies everything else. Everything else gets simpler to do, easier to do. This is one of the first things that I go through. This is one of the first pillars that I work with on my clients is the marketing message. Because when you build a clear message, it will bring clarity and confidence. I've seen it multiple times, okay? So when you can clearly communicate what your brand and business does, it gets easier to welcome in new audience members, easier to connect with them, and ultimately easier to convert them into a paying client. Heck, it even gets easier to create content for them, like value-based content when you know exactly who you help, how you help, and why your help is different and or better than the competition. So let's just talk real quick, just bullet point out what gets easier when your message gets clearer. Content creation, yeah? Who here, raise of hands, feels like content creation is so hard? You know you need to be more consistent. You know you need to be putting out content that serves your ideal client. But every time you sit down to write, you feel like you have no ideas You feel like you can't get the words out. You can't even consistently post. It's just you're not able to get any traction, okay? It might be a message issue. The second thing that gets simpler is conversion conversations, okay? I like starting things with Cs, so I said conversion conversations, but basically sales calls, right? It gets easier to talk to your ideal client and connect them with their next step, your solution, when your message is clear, when you're getting the right people on the phone, when you know exactly what to say, to guide them to the direction that they need to take to make the difference in their business and work with you. Client attraction gets easier. Clients just start to find you. People start to come into your audience and you're like, I don't even know where you came from, but here you are and you're perfect. I can help you. Awesome, right? Client referrals gets easier. 
People, people know exactly what you do and how you do it. And it's so easy for them to refer you. So easy for them to be like, yo, you need her. You need Katie right now because you want to build a big, big business. You want to build six figures online and you want to do it in 20 hours a week or less, aka nap time hours. You need Katie, right? So when it's clear what your message is, it's really easy and simple for people to refer you to get those results for people. The last thing that gets easier when your message gets clearer is client results. When the clients that come to work with you know exactly what they're working towards, it's clear what your goal is. It's clear what you're going after, right? There's a clear target on the wall. So of course the results are gonna be stronger. So I see it so much where people will come to work with me and they're like, yeah, I don't know if I'm ready for what you do because I feel like I just need to go get my funnel up or I need to get Pinterest running, or I need to have these ads going, or I need to really just tweak some email sequences, and I really need to just be consistent in my content first, or or my favorite, I just need to get a client first before I hire a coach, because I do. And it's just, mm, like if you don't get your messaging right from the get-go, none of the other things you think are the solution is actually going to work. And I know that's not fun to hear. I know it's not fun to hear at all. We want the cute, fun, glamorous things. We want Pinterest to be the solution for our traffic. We want the beautiful website and the gorgeous logo and the perfectly perfect funnel to be the thing that solves the problems. But these things are not going to fix a message that isn't strong and doesn't land with your ideal client. Fancy website, fancy brand identity, course, creating the perfect product, a certification, launching your podcast, blog, YouTube, or some other media platform, or a perfectly curated Instagram feed, a professional photo shoot, a funnel, Facebook ads, the swipe up feature on Instagram. I hate to break it to you. None of these things are going to fix a bad message. And the honest truth is, you don't need any of the things I just said. Not even a stinking website telling you the truth right now. You don't need those things to hit six figures in your business. You don't need those things to make sales in your business. You don't need those things to bring in some clients, okay? It can really be as simple as having a clear brand message, a strong, attractive offer that solves the problem your ideal client wants to solve and has a clear message about it, and then a simple marketing plan to get that offer in front of your ideal clients. So if you're throwing traffic at a messaging and business model problem, just just I just want to warn you, just be prepared to throw money down the drain, okay? And if you feel like that might be you, just reach out to me on Instagram. Let's DM about it. Let's talk about it. Because sometimes we put the cart before the horse, okay? And it ain't going to work that way. Just want to tell you that. Okay. So let's get back to this. So Like I mentioned, message is the first major pillar and phase of the work that I do with my clients. So why should you care about having a strong marketing message? The first reason is this is to help your ideal client decide between you and the competition. Odds are you might feel that your market is saturated. There might be a lot of other coaches that do what you do. There might be a lot of other service providers that do what you do. There might be a lot of other consultants that do what you do for the group that you do it for, okay? There is no shortage of competition in the online space or any space for that matter. Competition is the most ridiculous excuse ever. Like, competition is fine. This is not a conversation about that. But there are people that do what you do. They help how you help, but there is something 
that distinguishes you between them to your ideal clients. This is your ness. Okay. I can't remember what movie that's from, but it's, this is, this is what gives you your ness. Like there's stuff that gives Katie her Katie ness. So there's something that gives you your ness. What is your ness? Okay. <laughs> How many more times can I say ness? But there will be some ideal client avatars, the ideal dream client that respond and attach to you more than your competition. Why? Why? You've got to figure out why. And it could come down to your brand messaging. It could be a little bit more than that, your take on life. But this is this is so, so powerful. If you can grasp onto why are people attracted to me and then really market to that. So for me, I'm attracting moms that very much want to do their thing, make money, be entrepreneurial, do all those ambitious things, but they also really want to be on the home front as well. They're not willing to compromise either their ambitions or their home life, okay? So I get moms a lot of times that come to me and say, I chose to work with you because you get motherhood. You've got littles. You've got a six-year-old and a three-year-old. You get the season of life that I'm in, and I just can't get that from some dude marketer who is probably very talented and has great skills, but he doesn't quite get the lifestyle I'm living or the lifestyle I want to live, right? So that's that's something that gives me my ness. And then the other things that you can think about are, what are the characteristics about you and your life, your story, that are going to be endearing to somebody? Are you goofy? Are you quirky? Are you a Christian? What are those things that really set you apart, that make you different than the next person? One thing I am big on, And I don't know if this comes out in my marketing, but I am big on marriage and my relationship with my husband and the fact that my ambition is not going to put him down. It's going to be a partnership relationship. We are very clear on that. So that is one way that we stand out. I think that we differentiate from a lot of other people in the marketplace is this just power partner duo. Okay. So those are just some examples for you, but I want you to really think, okay, figure out what is your nest? What is that thing that differentiates you from your competition? And it could be the way you do business. You could have a really cool proprietary process that you take people through to get the results that they want. Sure, they could go somewhere else and get those same results, but is the process the same? Is the road, the journey the same? Is the road that they're taking to that result, does it actually fit into their lifestyle and how they want to live? So here's a great example. On a podcast episode, I can't remember which one, with Jamie Starsevich, she shared her design process. She takes her clients through a specific design process, and it's a specific time frame, and it allows for different milestones, and they're able to really streamline the back end of their business and just serve their clients in a bigger, better way. This is a way that she differentiates herself from the competition. So that's just an example for you there in a different industry. So the second thing that building a strong marketing message can help you do is to build credibility and recognition in the marketplace. So with a strong marketing message, this positions you really in a favorable position as an authority figure. So for example, let's say your main message is that you are a VA, virtual assistant for busy entrepreneur women. Okay, cool. Yeah, that's like a very generic message. Okay, I don't mean to be a little fiery here, but I get messages a lot that say, hey, I'm a VA, would love to help you. And I'm like, yeah, cool. I'm sure you're awesome. 
Okay, this is not actually what I say in my head, but I respect the hustle. But here's my point is that generic messages like this land very softly. Okay, there's no punch to them. There's no oomph. There's no, oh, wait a second. I do have that problem. I could use her solution, even though I wasn't really thinking about it right now. Yeah, yeah. And see, the wheels are turning. So that is what can happen when you take a generic message and you turn it into just a more stronger marketing message that really grabs your ideal clients and says, hey, you need this solution because you have this problem. Here I am. Here I am. Hire me, right? So here's an example. Instead of saying, hey, I'm a VA for busy entrepreneur women, you could say, hey, I'm a podcast manager for top female podcasters. Or, hey, I've got this unique way that I can take the content you're already creating and like mass distribute it to all these platforms. You know, whatever your thing is, whatever your nest is or whatever, this this is going to help you. One of those statements I just mentioned says expert. And one of those statements can command higher prices than the other. Okay, and it's not the generic one. It's the very specific, strong marketing message. Does that make sense? So the third reason you should care about having a strong marketing message is because this will be your base, almost like your compass, your driving force to future product creation, content, and ways in which your business runs and makes decisions. Okay, so what do I mean? When you have a strong and clear marketing message, this can be a guiding framework for your business and the decisions that come from that. Like I mentioned, messaging is one of the first pillars that we work on in coaching with me. And the clarity that comes from that is insane, like insane. Specifically, remember this one client who after our first session where we really nailed down some clarity and took all of these things they were doing and narrowed it down into a beautiful, cohesive message, but also product lineup. I'll never forget it. She was like, I have so much clarity. I have so much confidence. Like I have topics I could talk about for days. And she was going live spontaneously. She was sharing emails that were like fire. They were so good because she was so in flow because her message was clear. She knew exactly what she was doing, who she was helping, how she was helping. So if you're feeling all over the map and like you can't actually communicate what you do and who you help and no one is buying, it's likely a messaging issue. And no amount of traffic, no amount of beautiful branding or graphics or a website or a funnel, none of this is going to fix a messaging issue. Not adding more emails to your list, not adding more people to your Facebook group. We've got to get the messaging issue down, okay? So the fourth thing that having a strong marketing message does is it strengthens the trust and loyalty with your customers. So think about it. When you know what to expect from someone, it's easier to trust them and be loyal, right? If you had a friend that was like, today she was up, tomorrow she was down, and then the next day she's like breaking up with you and your friendship. I mean, would you be friends with her long? Would you trust her? Would you be loyal? Would you help her in times of need? (laughs) I don't know. This is a little extreme example, but think about it. If you can't trust someone, if you don't know what to expect from someone, it's not easy to be loyal or trust them, right? So having a strong brand message, a strong marketing message as your anchor point is what can create the strong tether between you and your ideal clients, okay? When they know exactly what to expect, it's easy for them to find you, reach out to you and and pull themselves back into your world, tether themselves back in. So I love that one. The strength, the trust, the loyalty that with your customers, it's all possible. And it's so cool when that happens. And the fifth thing that it helps to do is increase referability. Yep. So when it's clear what you do, 
how you do it and the unique way you do it, so your unique selling proposition, it's easy for your clients to refer you. Word of mouth and referrals are everything. They're the dream. It is like the simplest clients to sign are the ones that know they're going to work with you before they ever reach out because so-and-so told them to. So-and-so said, girl, you need Katie, right? Or whatever the example is. Girl, you need Michelle. Girl, you need Lauren. I don't know. Why is it so hard to think of names off the fly? I don't know. Anyway, so today we are aiming to craft a core marketing message that is simple. It's easy to understand. It's easy to repeat. It's easy to refer. And it's compelling. It's going to compel your ideal clients to take action. So let's start by talking about what I call your business heartbeat. What makes you as an ambitious mom entrepreneur do what you do? This is not why you have your business, but this is why your business matters. Mm, That's a distinction. It's a small distinction, but I want you to think about that. What change does your business evoke in the lives of your clients and why does that matter? Sit with that for a second. For me, my why is the ripple effect. Ah, I love thinking about this, but seriously, it's it's like this ripple effect that empowering one ambitious mom will have in the lives of their family, their kids, their husband, their household, but also those around them and also the people that work with them. It's it's like it's exponential the work that I do, this generational change and impact. And that is ah, I love that part right? I know that if I can empower one ambitious mom to pursue her calling in her home and outside of her home, that not only will her home be changed, but many homes beyond that. It's that ripple effect. So I know that when I strengthen the mom, the household is strengthened. I've seen it time and time again. When we can strengthen the mom, we strengthen the house. We are a force as women, right? Yeah, that's my business heartbeat. That is my business heartbeat. So here's some examples, okay? Because you're like, okay, that's really, it's really good, but I don't like, I don't feel like I have something like that. It doesn't have to be as dramatic, okay? Like Chipotle, their why is because eating right can heal the planet. Lego's why is because they believe play should happen at any age, whether you're two, five, seven, hundred. Maybe not two, because you might eat the Legos. Maybe you can get the big ones, whatever. Anyway, so do you see how these statements really provide a heartbeat, a compass of who the company is? So now I want you to really, want you to really think about this. So if you're driving, I want you to take some notes in your phone when you're at a stoplight or something. Okay, I'm not advocating that. Never mind, scratch that. I didn't say that. But I do want you to really think about this. I want you to come back and think about your business heartbeat. Journal on it. What really, what does your work really create in this world? Not just why you started your business. Oh, yeah, I want to start my business because I want to leave my nine to five so I can stay home with my kids. Yeah, that's cool. It's worthy. It's valid. But that's not the business heartbeat. Okay, does that make sense? So next up, now that we've defined that business heartbeat, hopefully you're going to take some time later to really think about this. I want you to begin to develop your core marketing message by starting with your unique selling proposition, your USP, aka why you. Why you? Why you over the competition? What is your competitive edge? 
what is a characteristic trait, a tool, a skill set, a way of doing business that is better than anyone else? Don't be afraid to toot your own horn here, okay? Okay? As women, I think we can downplay our, our strengths a little bit, maybe just innately to protect other people, but I want you to play it up here. I want you to really brag about yourself and talk about your competitive edge because you're kind of a big deal, okay? So how would you answer this statement from a potential client? If your client said, hey, I've been burned in the past by someone with a similar expertise in a similar industry, why in the world should I invest with you? Why should I take a risk again? Why you? So maybe some of you have a very specific way in which you work with your clients, a specific framework, a specific, this is a really hard word to say, a specific story of overcoming, a unique take on things, specific results. List out your USPs. List out your unique selling propositions. List out those things that make you different. Let's get into the minds of your customers. You've got to get so clear and intimate with your audience to where you know them and are literally BFFs with your audience. It matters, right? It matters. All right, so let's transition into knowing who they are. All right, so you've made your unique selling proposition. We know your brand heartbeat, your business heartbeat. Now let's talk about who your people are and how you should understand them. The first thing I want to tell you is don't be afraid to connect with them. Connection is everything. You know, it's interesting, this whole online world a lot of times promotes passive income and automation. And if you have to talk to the people, that's not scalable. So why should you do that? And so it it leads us to really forget about the fact that this is connection. The person on the other side of that email address is a person with a story. So connection is everything. It creates intimacy in this client relationship. But more than that, when you know where someone is, You can do a better job of curating the journey to help them get to where they want to go. Oh my gosh, somebody tweet that. I don't tweet, but that's good. When you know where someone is, you can do a better job of curating the journey to help them get where they want to go. So understand your audience. Who are they? What do they want? Why do they want it? I'll say that again. Why do they want it? What will it allow them to do? What are they not willing to do to get it. This is so important, okay? Because this is big in my marketing message. Women are not willing to work any more than 20 hours a week to get that business that they want, that six-figure business. They're not willing to do it. They don't want the income at the expense of their family. They want both, but they aren't willing to sacrifice their family life. It is important to know that. Like if you're a health coach and you're talking to somebody who's like very experienced, I'm like making this up on the fly, somebody who's very experienced dieter, okay? And maybe they've done the calorie counting before and it's like, oh, it's so draining and so depressing. Or maybe they're obsessed with wine and like thinking about going on a diet and having to give up wine is like not cool. So you could say, hey, this is the thing I'm going to help you do without giving up your wine nights with your friends, right? What is that thing that they're not willing to give up? Trying to think of another example for you. Maybe they love chocolate. They're not willing to give up chocolate. And Whole30 says they have to give up chocolate. So they're not going to do Whole30, right? So maybe your message talks to them from that perspective. The other thing you want to think about when you're trying to understand your audience is the language they use. So are they actually using the language you're using? Like if you're teaching somebody how to start their own DIY garden, do they even know some of the fancy words that you use to talk about 
I'm trying to think of an example <laughs> to think about pruning. Probably they get that one, but there's there's some co- other complicated words that they might not know. What is the language that they're using to describe the problem? Are they using the same language you are as the expert? Potentially not. So what does that language sound like, look like, right? So then the last thing to think about is what have they tried in the past that hasn't worked? Let's talk about how you get this information as well as what to do with this information. So for me, I have this main Google document in Google Drive that's literally called Things She Says. And anytime market research is collected, whether it be from an Instagram story, whether it be from an email, whether it be from a Facebook group, whether it be from my Facebook group, whether it be from a live stream, DM conversations, anything I collect goes into this document, the things she says. I take notes on discovery calls and clarity calls and anything that stands out, any specific language she says, literally word for word, if she says something, I write it down, okay? It goes in this document. Facebook market research goes in here. If I see something in another group or I ask a specific question, it goes in this document. My own Facebook group asks questions when people join. Have you noticed that? By the way, shameless plug, if you're not in the Ambitious Motherhood community, come hang out. Head on over to ambitiousmotherhood.com slash tribe. And one of the questions is, it asks you your number one problem that you want to solve in your business. I write those down. There's a specific system and a process after somebody joins the group that we go through to make sure we're tracking these things because that the words of your ideal client are gold. Are you tracking it? Are you treating it like gold? Yeah. Instagram DMs, hearing people's pains, hearing people's goals or struggles or what they're working towards and why they can't seem to get there. Those are gold things. Write those things down. Market research calls. You could host your own market research calls for the sole purpose of getting market research. And in return, you give some value to the person that's doing it, right? So basically, anytime I talk to my ideal client, I'm researching because the better that I can understand her, the better I can help her. So that list outlines some ideas for you. But if you're new to this and you need market research, the best way to do it is like set up a survey, set up calls, Do something to get on the phone or a Zoom call with your ideal client. Write out the questions to ask. Do it over Zoom, record it, offer like 10 to 15 minutes of Q&A at the end for them to ask you something and get help from you. Like give, give, give something back to them for like spending the last 15 minutes on the phone with you answering questions for you. But there's really no excuse for not getting market research. And this is like It's not worth skipping this step. It's easy to skip this step, but you really don't want to do it. This makes all the difference. Because if you don't take this seriously, you might end up creating a solution that you think they want and you think they need, but they actually could care less. Time and money wasted. So if you feel clueless on how to host these market research questions, how to host these market research calls, and what to even ask or say, I want to invite you to DM me on Instagram. Seriously, seriously. DM me on Instagram at Katie Fleming and tell me you want the market research doc, okay? And I'm going to send you this template that has basically the framework. It has some questions to think about. It has It's just really cool. Okay, so if you want that, just send me a message on Instagram. Say, hey, I want that market research doc and I'll send it to you. Just the link, boom, bada bing. All is good. Cool, cool. So there's a couple of 
now that we've gotten some clarity, it's time to create that marketing message. And there's a couple of different formats you could go with. So don't get stuck on making it perfect. Okay. Let's just set it. Let's get it out there and you can tweak as you go. Okay. This is not permanent. You can change your Instagram bio tomorrow. It's fine. Deep breath. You'll be okay. Okay. As you continue to get into the minds of your ideal clients, you'll fine tune this more and more, but you've got to get it out there today. We can't wait until it's perfect. Okay. You got to get it out there today. So I want you all to really think about these statements and go tweak your bios, go change things up. Okay. The first one is, and I'm just going to really rattle these out to you, is I help blank. So who do you help? I help who go from where they are to where they want to go. Okay. I'm going to give you some examples. I help network marketers go from broke to top recruiter. I help moms go from unorganized to the COO of their household. See how it's clearly starting to identify who you help, where they are in their journey and where they want to go. That's a powerful, powerful, powerful statement right there. The second format you could kind of tweak with and play with is I help who you serve do what you are helping them to do without what they want to avoid so that they can have what they desire. Okay, so this looks like I help stay-at-home moms start freelance businesses so they can stay home with their kids and not go back to their nine-to-five after baby. I help online coaches organize their business systems without overwhelm and without stress so that they can focus on increasing their audience, revenue, and clients. Oh yeah, those are good. You see what I'm saying? So just start writing out your statements, right? Just start writing out your statements. And if you want the document that will walk you through this, or something, or the market research stuff, just go comment, just, yeah, message me on IG, seriously, let's talk, let's talk about it, I'll send it to you. So some last things to remember, when you're creating your marketing message, keep it clear over clever all the time. Clarity is always better than being cute. I said this on Instagram earlier this week, I love alliteration, acronyms, rhyming, just as much as the next girl, but like if your message and what you do is not clear, it ain't going to land. It ain't going to land. Okay. So as we wrap up today's episode, I want to challenge you to get a market research call scheduled if you need one, right? Which you always need one. And then I want you to rewrite your brand messaging statement, your marketing message statement, and update your social media platforms. So it looks like updating your Instagram bio, or maybe updating your bio section on Facebook or something, or changing your cover photo. Whatever you have to do to get this marketing message out there and clear so that if somebody lands on your profiles, they know exactly who you are, what you do, how you help, and whether you're the right fit for them in the season of life they're in and the results that they want to get. So this was a jam-packed episode. I hope you found a ton of value. I know we went super quick, so this might be one you need to re-listen to a couple of times. Definitely come back to this with a notepad if you didn't already take notes and really think through some of these questions because guys, this is gold. This is gold. All right. So last thing, I want to invite you to screenshot your show, post it to your Instagram stories and tag me. Okay. Here's the thing. We need to get this message of ambitious motherhood out to more women like you because here's what I know because I've been told multiple times on the phone from women just like you that they're going through life, doing their business, doing their thing, wishing there were other women like them. They're wondering, is there something wrong with me? Why am I not just okay, like going to play dates and doing these things? Why am I craving something more? 
And it's ambitious motherhood. It's this call to be both in our home and outside of our home and do both well. And so I want you to help me in sharing this message of ambitious motherhood and getting it out to more women just like us so that we can lift each other up in this community and really get to our next level together. So I am all about that. I love you guys and I hope you have a great week and looking forward to chatting with you all on Instagram about market research, about your brand and marketing messages and how to really be clear on social media and in your message content, all the things about what you do, who you help. And I cannot wait to hear how that clarity and confidence just makes everything else simpler for you. Content creation, client conversations, conversions, sales, results, referability, all of those things we mentioned. So I look forward to chatting with you on Instagram and I will talk to you all soon.